Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Talk about it if you wish. We can talk about the um, the IRS and what we just talked about there, about how the rich will finally pay their fair share. This bill honors the Democrats' promise to American families. After we pass it and the president signs it into law, we will continue to fight for more of the family features of the bill that are not, decide, are not included in this legislation. This legislation is historic, it's, transform, it's transformative, and it is really a cause for celebration. That's just... That's just surreal. The Inflation Reduction Act, which doesn't reduce inflation, is a cause for celebration. You're right about transformative, though. I mean, I mean, you hit that, Speaker Pelosi, right on the, uh, right on the cabeza. Well done, well played, and of course, middle class families, don't you fret, don't you fear? And it is, um, again, it makes a difference at the kitchen table. And at the boardroom table, corporations will now have to, and the wealthy will now have to pay their fair share. No new taxes on families, families making more than, uh, excuse me, no new taxes on families making less than $400,000 or under, and no new taxes on small business. Not one middle-class personal filing, uh, filling out their taxes will pay higher taxes. Now, the All right. You made the statement. We will be, uh... Not believing you and dealing with the consequences. Because you say we won't pay more in taxes, but of course we're going to pay more. You created a corporate minimum tax of 15%. That gets passed along. Of course it gets passed along. The corporation's just going to eat it? That isn't how anything works. Don't be silly. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, guys. An absolute pleasure to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. Uh, we, don't, we don't have a warrant yet. We do not have a warrant yet, but it, it might get released. It gets released. We're going to share the thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, and don't worry. Speaker Pelosi, uh, she, uh, she has a lot to say about the warrant. I think what is important now is to know the seriousness of what these... Uh, documents were about, alleged to be about. We don't know. Well, hopefully we'll see more, but we don't want to see too much more because that might endanger our, our security. So when we Hold on, talk- hold on. So, so you want to see just enough to be able to declare Trump guilty of whatever he's wrong to declare him guilty of, but not so much so we would actually know what he's guilty of. That's, that's called threading the needle, folks. Hot damn. That's almost as good of uh, almost as good as you have to pass the bill or we have to pass the bill so you can find out what is in it. That is special. Here's the Washington Post. FBI searched Trump home for docs about nuclear weapons. That's what they've got right there on the CNN Chiron. Washington Post says FBI searched Trump home for docs about nuclear weapons. They got that as a leak from the FBI, but they leaked stories before that turned out not to be true. Affidavits that turned out to be questionable, if not outright false. Don't they learn anything? And the answer is when it helps narrative, does it matter? Because you know it's going to just sink into people's heads. Well, well, you know, it's a, 
Trump had nuclear documents. I don't know if he did or he didn't. Why would anybody be waiting 18 months to go get them, by the way? Nuclear documents? Uh, did, did it talk about nuclear stockpiles? Did it talk about uh, nuclear plans, uh, uh, war plans? Did, was it a, a, a conversation or discussion about U.S. nuclear uh, weapons or other nations? Were there launch codes, which I assume get changed? That's the question. That's the question that I don't have the answer to, that we want the answer to. Doesn't stop them from discussing it. The last thing in the world that they need is data. Just go forward with whatever. Data matters. Data matters quite a bit. And in the conversation of the economy, which is still the top story, you've got the House right now, as Speaker Pelosi was discussing, debating over $700 billion in, in, in spending, this tax and spend package, which will exacerbate inflation. And yes, it does raise taxes, as has been discussed through a study, raising taxes during a recession and increasing spending during inflation. That's madness. Absolute madness. Spending exacerbates the problem, and that's exactly what's going down. The problem is only going to grow, and she's proud of it. But nothing was as despicable as seeing uh, the White House and its sycophants in media like Stephen Colbert claim that inflation dropped to zero. Just, it's not just bad news for our ex-president. There's also good news for our current president because today the Labor Department reported that inflation dropped to zero. It is flat. Inflation up for the year, but flat from June to July. and not. He explains it later, but the cheering is about zero. That's the point to remember, except it wasn't zero. It wasn't zero. It was 8.5% year over year. It was flat in comparison to inflation last month. That's not zero. Just so we all understand. We do understand. But have you gone through the numbers? Have you picked through the numbers? The numbers need to be checked, double-checked, and rechecked. I spoke with Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis, and, and asked him, you know, uh, overall, you take a look at this report, and what do you think of the inflation numbers? Well, Tony, what it tells me is people only read the headlines. Do they bother reading anything other than the headline? That's, I just got that question for the world. Because if you read down the very first sentence in the report from the Labor Department, what you see is that food is up 13% annualized. Housing is up 6% annualized. Tony, it was the drop in gas. The drop in gas is what made it flat. The drop in energy costs made this flat. If it weren't for that, Tony, we would have another record month of increases in inflation. So let's uh, discuss this because food is, is broken down into two categories. I'm taking a look at the, at the chart just like you are. There's food at home and food away from home, right? That's what I'm looking at right here from BLS.gov, Bureau of Labor Statistics. So break down what those numbers are. Well, annualized, I like annualized, Tony. Most people don't. You know, the, 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 not most people. The media and the White House, they like to say the last 12 months. 
So uh, food at home up 13% over 12 months, uh, food away from home up 7.6% over 12 months. Um, I like to look at the month times 12, Tony. A month times 12 is 13% eating, um, eating up, or I'm sorry, 13% total between the two. That's what I think we should look at more closely. Because when you go to the grocery store to buy dinner, it's up 13%, Tony. That's insane. And that's what we're talking about when we talk about supermarket, talking about meat prices. But yeah, I will have this White House and others tell me uh, that things are coming down. I'll have Paul Krugman, Nobel laureate in, in, in economics. He's got you beat there, sir. Uh, telling me that a butcher is, uh, he's overhearing a conversation from a butcher saying meat prices are actually coming down. There's this continued move to say things that aren't said, but break down this energy part. Because we've seen gas prices go down, and of course I applaud gas prices going down, but there is a supply and demand conversation taking place that makes this, I mean, good that they're going down, but showing an indicative of a problem. Tony, that's exactly right. People don't understand why they're going down. They started going down in January of this year. Why? Or not, I'm sorry, not January, just a, a few months ago. Why? Because a recession is here. Energy prices drop during a recession because there's less demand. So they're dropping for the wrong reason, Tony. They're dropping because businesses don't need energy because they don't need to produce stuff because they don't need employees and they don't need to sell product. During a growth stage in the economy, there's a demand for energy, so the prices go up. We are now back. Right now, Tony, we are the exact same prices when the Russian sanctions began. So all we've done is what you and I talked about back in March, Tony, that Russia would eventually figure out how to sell their oil. They sold none of it to India. Now they're selling a lot to India. They sold very little to China. Now they're selling a lot to China. The, the market has worked itself out. So the Russian sanctions are now meaningless from an energy standpoint, and all we are at is 90 bucks a barrel where we, when Biden was elected, it was at $40 a barrel. Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis. By the way, you're right on the head there. West Texas Intermediate is at 91. Brent crude is at 96.68. The market itself was up 500. Right now, the Dow is up uh, or has been, up, I should say, as much as, as 500. We've seen it drop down into the upper fours. The market's excited by this. The NASDAQ up over 300. Why shouldn't we cheer this as something positive? A lesser number has got to be better, right? It is better, Tony, and, and the market is up because they thought it was going to be worse. So there's so this is our definition of success now, Tony. It could have been a lot worse. We could have been in really, really bad shape. I mean, Tony, that's our definition of success in this era is it could have been a lot worse, but it's still really bad. We only have the third highest uh, inflation rate in the history of our uh, modern keeping of records. Let's take a, a look back at this, uh, some of these numbers, because there's uh, all items, less food and energy. And uh, that's getting a lot of, uh, of talk, food and energy being the things that are uh, would I be wrong in arguing that they're the most volatile and they're they're the most consumed, so therefore they have the most impact on, on inflation? Well, yeah, food, but also, um, yes, food and energy are those items, and you tend to remove those because they're the biggest impact. But what about housing? You know, think about 
food, shelter, housing, th those are the things that you're really concerned about. And housing is up 6% annualized. Now, again, I annualize the numbers. It's 5.7% if you look at just the last 12 months. So what do you do for a daily thing, Tony? You buy your food and you pay for your house. Those are your big ticket items. And they're still up. Well, I'm looking at and, and by the way, I, just because I have it in front of me as the uh, 12 month ended, that's the number I'm going to be using. I'll, I'll, I have no issue with you going with the annualized. I'm looking at new vehicles up 10.4% and used cars up 6.6. I got an offer on a 2014 minivan that I own. It's a 2014 freaking minivan and people are willing to give me ungodly amounts of money for it. The problem is, what the hell do I buy when vehicles are up, uh, if, if I were to average those two together, 8%? Well, Tony, you know, think about it. Someone's going to offer you 6% more for your used car, and then you have to go buy a new car for 10% more. Sounds like you should hold on to your used car. I did hold on to my used car, by the way. I did that. That's Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis. And uh, we recorded that the other day, so the market was in a, <laughs> excuse me, a different place uh, and we, we didn't see numbers up 500 today. Just want to be clear about that. What was important was a real dissection of the numbers. You're not going to get that, of course, from late night talk, and you're not going to get it from people like Stephen Colbert who are unserious about the thing. They're in the cheerleading business. They're not in the discussion business. They're not in the breakdown business. They're not in the honesty business. They're just not. Zero? This is the lie that the White House, aided by people like Colbert, are doing. That he went back and said, hey, see, it was still up for the year, but, but flat, you would have said flat, not zero. You use the term zero because that's the term the White House and others used to try and manipulate people into thinking that inflation is, is somehow gone and it's no longer an issue and everything's terrific. Far from it, although I'd very much like it to be. Far from terrific. That's the reality of where we're at. I appreciate Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis, being with us. We've got more coming up. I'm Tony Katz. It's Warren's Watch, my good people. We're watching to see if they are going to let this thing loose. We'll be able to break it down. What was in the warrant for Donald Trump's home? What wasn't? Donald Trump holding on to n nuclear codes, or is that just a leak that went to the Washington Post that has nothing behind it? And did any of this require a raid? And yes, it was a raid. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. House Intel Committee holding a press conference. Holding a press conference to discuss exactly that. Uh, I want to begin by stating that all of our members um, of this committee are uh, in full support of the men and women who uh, every day work to keep our nation safe uh, at the FBI and the Department of Justice, and we condemn any actions of violence against any law enforcement personnel. Having said that, uh, we have serious questions concerning the actions taken uh, by Director Ray and ordered by General Gar excuse me, Attorney General Garland <clears throat> to raid Marlargo and the personal residence of Donald Trump. Um, 
the um, all both of them uh, are subject to oversight <clears throat> by Congress, and it is our job to ensure that they not are not abusing their discretion or politicizing uh, the powers that we have given them. Uh, earlier this week, we requested uh, that they disclose to our committee the national security basis upon which that they have ordered this raid. Uh, because many other options were available to them, we're very concerned of the method that was used in raiding Marlargo and the nine hours uh, that uh, transpired while they were in the former president's home. Now, we are glad that um, Attorney General Garland has begun the process of releasing some of the information uh, to the American public, and the American public deserve answers, and certainly our responsibility as Congress is to make certain that we provide appropriate oversight. They will be releasing, apparently, the warrant uh, and the inventory, uh, but it will st still leave many unanswered <clears throat> questions. Uh, that's why uh, our request remains uh, that uh, the director of the FBI and the attorney general disclose to this committee uh, the imminent national security threat upon which they based their decision to order a raid upon the president's home, again, underscoring that there were many other options available to them. Now, the point here that's worth noting, that's Representative Mike Turner, by the way, who was speaking, is that the House Intel Committee doesn't have to be people who accept a redacted warrant. If there was specific information that was uh, uh, crucial to national security, they can be told they're the Intelligence Committee. They can't be told? I would find that implausible. Of course they could be told. Of course it could be shared with them. Now, what would they do with that information? Well, that's a good question. And what makes us think they're going to get it? Right now, this uh, House is run by the Democratic Party. Are they going to ask for information? These are the House Republicans who are asking for the information. Am I to believe at all that we will have Democrats say, hey, what, is, what happened here? What exactly is going on here? You, why don't you explain it to us? And why don't you explain that if there was some kind of serious, serious information just kept in a, in a broom closet, why in the world did it take 18 months? 18 months to get it. That's the question. I think it's a good question. I think it's a, a very good question. Keep it here. Find everything at TonyCats.com. This is Tony Katz Today. You know, sometimes I think it's very acceptable to look around you and say, am I really the smartest person ever? And it's not because you are. I I'm not saying you're not. I'm just saying it's not because you are. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. <laughs> Forgot where I was. Tony Katz today. What's going on? It happens. 
It happens. It's six hours of radio a day. Sometimes you lose track of the time. It has, how dare you? I have one Biden moment. Next thing you know, I have to retire. You stop it. You stop. Someone get me my ice cream cone. My gosh, people. Seriously, what I would I'd go for a stick. So if somebody has like 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 a drumstick or something, maybe an ice cream sandwich, or if you've got some gelato or custard in in the ranking, it goes custard gelato ice cream. That's how custard gelato ice cream. So if anybody is is near downtown Indianapolis, 40 Monument Circle, and you got some custard, bring it on over. You got some gelato, bring it on over. You got some ice cream? All right, we'll take that too. We'll take that too. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. That's that's me. Uh, that's the show. Uh, it is not that you're really smarter than everybody else around you. It's that sometimes the people around you are just, well, that really ridiculous and it's well um well it's it leads to this your car's seatbelt safety miracle or decapitation nightmare what is the connection between rain and farming the answer may surprise you heroin sex machine guns flamethrowers murder there's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. It's time for the worst headline of the day. The World Health Organization warns people not to attack monkeys amid monkeypox outbreak. Uh, do, I have to, do I have to read that again? No? No, we're good? We got that. James, you're in today for Ryan. And Ryan, who replaced Ari, even though we don't have a replacement for Ari yet. James, do you need to hear that again, sir? No, I think I'm good. No, actually. okay, I'll do it. Sure, you got it. World Health Organization. Uh, you, you, don't, you don't have to play coy with me, James. We know that you needed to hear it again. World Health Organization warns people not to attack monkeys amid monkeypox outbreak. This from NBC News. At least seven monkeys in Brazil have died after being poisoned or harmed. Police say they think people attack them out of a misplaced fear of monkeypox. That's, first of all, awful. Secondly, insane. That's, that's the craziest thing I may have ever heard. Where could you, wh what is happening in your mind? To hear, well, you know, monkeypox comes from monkeys, and that's, you just figure, okay, I thought it, so it must be true. No one ever said, hey, where does monkeypox come from? I have grown up hearing about chickenpox all my life. I had chickenpox, right, right in the middle of my forehead. I got a little, a little marker, a little, little divot. Right, right in there. I got a little divot in there from, from, from the chicken pox. Right there, right in the far. It makes me look distinguished. I, I was kind of hoping it would make me look thin. But no, no, I had to do that part by myself. Not there yet, but working on it. But distinguished, it makes me look. Never once said, you know what we need to do? Get revenge on them damn chickens. Never, ever once said. What we have to do is work a plan where we uh where we get revenge on the chickens and you know what you do you don't you don't go in there you know screaming and yelling Ooh, you suck. don't do that that the chickens will immediately be on to you if you do that that whole process doesn't work delegitimize truth what you got to do is you got to you got to come up with a 
you got to come up with 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 a plan, right? You got to walk in there, you know, uh, and and uh, and you got to maybe maybe come in with a laugh. <laughs> okay, Pookie. That's right. That that's what you do right there. You come in with with with, with a laugh. You come in with with a chuckle, and then and then maybe a maybe a song. Does it really have to come from? Does it really have to come from rent? I mean, the story is so sad. Well, actually, no, the story isn't sad. The story is awful. Rent is world-class music and the worst book ever written. Rent is a bad musical, people. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry I have to be the guy to tell you. It's awful. It's an awful story. The song, the music, un- moving as can be. Moving as can be. So maybe when, when when you hear it, the chickens will be like, oh. See, you lull them into a false sense of security. You know, come here, chicken. Come here, chicken. Come here, friend. Come here, buddy. Who loves you, chicken? Who loves you, chicken? And when the chicken comes close, bam! Dead chicken. Now, never once in my life have I ever thought this? Has anyone ever discussed this? You know why chicken pox doesn't come from chickens? No one ever said smallpox. You know what you do? Boom. Shoot the short people. I don't, I don't think you need to play my show tune first. I'm just, all right, maybe, maybe you do. Maybe, maybe that's what you do. <laughs> you shoot the short people and then immediately go into show tunes. I like it. No one else was in the room where it happened, the room where it happened, the room where it happened. Which is exactly how, what you do during any type of shooting. You don't want anybody around. Oh, that friend of yours you think you can trust? Look, I don't want to be rude. No, you can't. You cannot trust that guy. You only think you can trust that guy. Trust me when I say you cannot trust that guy. Did Trump trust Michael Cohen? Was it a mistake or was it a mistake? I told him. Paulie, I told him, don't trust that guy. Don't trust that. Don't tell me he's your lawyer. Donnie, 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 Don. Listen to me, Donnie. Would I lie to you, Donnie? I don't lie to you, Donnie. Have I ever lied to you, Donnie? Would I ever lie to you? Paulie, would I lie to Donnie? He wouldn't lie to you, Donnie. I wouldn't lie to you, Donnie. Don't you trust him. Don't you trust him. Don't you do it. He did it. He did it. Big mistake. We're going after monkeys. It makes you wonder. Exactly how ignorant are people? And the answer is, you're not really smarter than everybody else. It's just that sometimes everyone else is just a little too dumb for the room. I want to leave that out there. Then comes Twitter to let you know that they are enforcing the civic integrity policy in context of the U.S. 2022 midterms. Huh. Well, I guess that means that Twitter is now going to be perfectly safe. Please clap. You mean you're now invoking policies that will allow you to silence the people you disagree with. You're going to have to repeat that for me. You now are going to invoke policies that mean conservatives can't talk. Honestly, ice castles? 
Oh, we already got rid of the short people. We don't we don't need any more uh show tunes. We're we're we're, we're good. Ah, oh, please make that stop. This leads to disaster. Twitter not only doesn't learn, Twitter is proud of what it has done to stifle conversation. Starting today, we'll begin enforcing the civic integrity policy in context of the U.S. 2022 midterms. Our civic integrity policy has helped people find credible information during elections and other civic processes, including in the Philippines, Kenya, Australia, Brazil, and India just this year. The civic integrity policy... By the way, just the name, just the name is so radically, radically Orwellian. You hear that and you're like, it, it could mean it could mean anything. It's, it's a mystery. It's a mystery wrapped in a riddle inside an enigma. The civic integrity policy covers the most common types of harmful, misleading information about elections and civic events. Like, for example, that Hunter Biden's laptop has some seriously damning information on it. Oh, wait, that was shown to be a serious issue and legitimate, and all the reporting on it from the New York Post was accurate. And yet you, Twitter, prevent it prevented it from being spoken about. And you said, not only will we not allow the New York Post to tweet it, we won't allow anybody else to tweet it. Thank you, sir. May I have another? And here they are, back at it again. There was nothing to learn from their duplicity in trying to put their thumb on the scale of an election. They said, hey, this is a good idea. Daddy-like, let's do it again. Fake accounts that misrepresent affiliation to a candidate or elected official are prohibited under our existing misleading and deceptive identities policy. And we remain vigilant against potential coordinated manipulation efforts. Well, okay. Someone can't pretend to be the candidate who's not the candidate. That's, that's cool. I'm good with that. They tweet, but this means we'll be taking action against misleading claims about the voting process, misleading content intended to intimidate or dissuade people from participating in the election or misleading claims that may undermine public confidence in election outcomes. So I can't tweet, I think Democrats cheat. Could I tweet, I think Republicans cheat? So you can't tweet your opinion. Is, 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 is that it? What are they going to decide is a misleading claim? Because the story of Hunter Biden from the New York Post was not a misleading claim. It was accurate. It was dead on. This is all really, 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 really bad. Like superly, duperly bad. There's no good that comes from this. But it's important for us to note the levels to which social media, these, 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 these leftist groups, are absolutely all in on their philosophy, on their theory, their belief that they control this and they'll decide, not you. 
You don't get a say. You only get a say if they give you a say. Which is why moving into these other areas, moving away from these older areas is so incredibly important. One has to move away from Twitter and Facebook and get into locals and rumble and get her. You want to use Truth Social? Go right ahead. There isn't just one. It doesn't have to be Twitter. Now, you say to me, do I have to give up Twitter? Tony, you haven't given it up. I do much less tweeting than ever, although lately I've been on a little bit of a tear. I don't know. I've, I've had some, some, some little commentaries to give. But there are hours at a time I'm not looking at Twitter because it's better for my life. I've got a family. I have parents. And I don't know about you, I have parents who are getting older and things are getting crazy. I have two radio shows, I'm sorry, three radio shows and a video series and Lord knows, well, I shouldn't say Lord knows, he knows, I know. Uh, you might not know all the other things that I'm working on, but it's a lot. Can't spend my life on social media, but I haven't left. And the reason I haven't left is because there's still a purpose there. But I don't depend on it because it's not dependable. Depending on is where the big mistake comes. Will eventually someone decide that I, I, I'm not allowed to say X, Y, and Z? Well, of course they will. I mean, of course they will. Goes without question. And that's why you see me on Locals, TonyCats.Locals.com. You see me on Rumble, Rumble.com slash TonyCats, moving these other ways. You have to be doing it all now so you can eventually transition out. If it wasn't for my business, this business right here, no, you wouldn't see me on Twitter at all. You might still see me on Facebook, might, but you wouldn't see me on Twitter in the slightest. That is all solely and exclusively for the brand build. Just so we're clear. You got to make the moves because they're telling you that if you don't agree with them, you're not welcome. I'm Tony Katz. So I can't say that I've been following in detail this lawsuit. Kobe Bryant's widow is suing because somebody was sharing the photos of the helicopter crash that killed her husband, Kobe Bryant, basketball player, including pictures, including pictures of him dead, right? Like that's that's what that's what people were were sharing. Was this a cop that was sharing this at a bar? Is that how it went down, James? Yeah, that's what I read. That it was a cop was uh, sharing it with like maybe the bartender. I thought that's all right. That's gross. Yeah, that's gross. But now in in this in this court proceeding, the coroner was asked to describe. I, I think asked to describe or described what. Kobe Bryant's body looked like it was him. It was his daughter. It was some other kids uh, that his daughter played with. He was yeah. coaching a team. Yeah. Holy cow! You, I mean, so so the 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 the, the wife is suing for is it for you know not doing your job of invasion of privacy think, is it for i think it's the invasion of privacy just being a grotesque bastard something like that yeah for uh um, undue emotional distress by the fact that the photos got leaked i think okay well i i think i think she's got something on, on, on that 
But what would this is where you know we asked the question we were joking about uh, people attacking monkeys. It's not funny. People are attacking monkeys in Brazil because of monkeypox, killing monkeys. You're like, why would anybody do that? We've lost a sense of asking ourselves a question. We decide, well, that's fine to do, so we do it. Somehow we think that 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 this this little level of self-rationalization that we do in a world that thinks instant gratification matters, and we're like, yeah, sure. Well, it's not, yeah, sure. So uh, unless someone can give me a way to look at this I haven't thought about, I'm, I'm, I understand what what Kobe Bryant's wife is, Vanessa Bryant, is, is, is doing. But you, it's, you had some, oh, you had to share it. So that way you look like a, a big guy. So you get some, did you get a free beer out of it? That was worth it? Man, oh man. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.